the hell is this? Meet physics. It's scientific. It's really bad. Basically, it's just uh, you put a can or a bottle in this machine, and it pours the beer out of it for you. And about 30 seconds in, it says, enter your email address to view the rest. Wow. What the fuck? Enter my email to view the rest of their crappy-ass video? Are you fucking kidding me, physics? Tuesday podcast episode 91 with your hosts Tyler Drivelat, Sam Ginsberg, and Mike Boris. Here is Tyler Drivelat. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This week we have beer lawsuits, we got some sexist beer, and we have stupid hop tea bags for you. So I think I'm going to be angry about most of the articles this week. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. How's it going over there? Uh, we're doing all right. Gorgeous. Out. Played some D&D today, so it's all good. Did you play D&D outside? No, I think that would have been really cumbersome. Yeah. I mowed the lawn. That's weird. I haven't done that since, I think, high school. Yeah, same. Oh. I just oh, haven't well. had a lawn since high school. Yeah, that's fair. It sucked. I let it go way too long, uh, and it, it wore me out trying to mow that shit down. Anywho, what kind of beers are you folks drinking? Uh, so I have Ballast Point Bruco's Indra Kuninja Limited Release India Style Export Stout. It is 7% ABV, and it says stout with Madras Curry, Cumin, Cayenne, Coconut, and Kaffir Lime. Oh, what a weird stout flavor. Yeah, it actually, I'm not, I don't know enough about spices, but like... The taste definitely reminds me of Indian food, which is probably the curry, I would imagine. Maybe yeah. maybe, the, maybe the cumin to an extent, too. Well, so is it good or just Indian food? I think it's good, but I'll have to get back to you. Okay. I would like to taste that at some point, because yeah. it has curry in it, and that's the second beer I've heard of with curry in it, and the other one is one of my favorite beers. Uh, anyways, I have Abita's Straw Gator. It's a strawberry doppelbock, uh, 8% ABV. Gross. It's a bomber. Kind of cool design. But, yeah, uh, so Abita's whole thing is, like, they're super Cajun, which I think just doesn't, like, that doesn't arouse in me ideas of beer and being good. Like, Louisiana's not really a place that I think many beer ingredients come from. But, anyways, uh, I just took a sip, and, like, you might expect, it just kind of tastes like strawberry juice at this point. Like, not much in the way of a Doppelbock. Uh, it is very light for 8%, though. So, so far, Hydrobe as well. Vita is gross. Yeah, I'm not a fan. So, I have Lost Coast Brewery's Sharkinator White IPA, which I think is just their flagship beer, Great White, hopped up. Okay. They just put more hops in it. So, it's 4.8%, which is kind of lame. Let's see what we got. Mm, There's not really a lot to say about this, to be honest. It's pretty weak. Uh, you know, really light mouthfeel, kind of watery, really light tastes. This is not a particularly good beer, I would say. Oh, well. And do you like Great White? Uh, Great White is okay. I think, you know, I just had one sip, but I think Great White is probably better than Sharpenator. And so, if it's just hopped up Great White, does that mean that the hops were poorly added, or what? Yeah, well, okay, so... Synthesize it, all of the mistakes they made based on one sip you've had of this beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I would say the hops were poorly added because there really isn't that much hop characteristic to it. And I think poorly adding hops to a not great beer just made a not great beer worse, you know? Yeah. So, you know, Great White's okay. And then they were just like, well, what if we add some watery hop flavor? And that didn't help it at all. Yeah. I mean, yep. that's a shitty idea. It is a shitty idea. It's not great, but here I am. I'm going to drink it. My 4.8%. Woo! Is, uh, so is it uh, an Imperial IPA? No, it's a white IPA. White IPA. Oh, right. You said that. Sorry. I think If it was an Imperial IPA at 4.8%, I that would be... 
Yeah, I mean, I mean under I five at. is cutting is pushing it for an IPA. I think like, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, what a disappointment. Oh well. Actually, this I kind of want to go into an article right off the bat, if that's okay with you folks. Oh, I I know what segue you're doing. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, Great White and the Sharkinator is made by Lost Coast Brewery, which is really local. It's like 20 minutes away from me. And according to ComoNews.com, they recently sent a cease and desist order to some Seattle microbrewery asking them to change the name of one of their beers. Uh, Lost Coast has this beer, Tangerine Wheat, which is also not great, to be honest. It sounds like it could be good, like a good uh, porch beer. It's Yeah, no. It's it's like Shock Top, but better, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So, I guess this the Seattle company was also making a Tangerine uh, Wit beer. So, they called it, or uh, Hefeweizen, excuse me. They just called it Tangerine Wheat, and Lost Coast got mad sent them a cease and desist because but lost honestly, coast has an exact named tangerine wheat exact beard beer exactly named tangerine wheat or like similarly named yes yeah they were both Man, named that, that sentence tangerine was hard to wheat. Make. well it should yes. have been it should not have been <laughs> but um you know honestly it seems i mean so i always think these little tips between small companies are kind of silly but it seems like everybody handled it okay um the the seattle guys they're like, well, you know, we don't really think they should have been granted that trademark, but they were, and it's within their right, so I'm not bitter about it. I'm just going to change the name. It's like the that Big Lebowski. Cool. Like, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, that seems legit to me. Like, they probably shouldn't have been granted a copyright for tangerine wheat. That's so broad. Yeah. But it's it's not like I, they were calling it nice to wheat you tangerine explosion. Which is like exactly. an actual yeah. name of a thing, as opposed to just describing the style. Like there are, yeah. there are a hundred plus different beers that are just called IPA, like whatever brewery IPA, and like obviously IPA is a, a much bigger style than tangerine wheat, but it's like still just descriptive of the style. It's not it's not really naming it. Yep. But I guess you know they're gonna play along with the with the law and no hard feelings, which is at least nice to see. It was kind of funny hearing them talk about Lost Coast like some massive brewery. I mean, apparently it is the, the 33rd largest in the nation. But since it's just like right down the street and I see it all the time, it doesn't feel that big to me. I don't know. It's it's funny. Right. We got some of those up here, right? I think so. I like I like this. Uh, someone suggested they just called their beer not tangerine wheat. But I guess because it still contains the words tangerine wheat, they can't use it. Oh, I wonder Which if they sucks. could just like where the line is, like if they could just spell it wrong. Yeah, I mean they, I mean they did change it just to tangerine hefeweizen, which so like exactly it means the same. It's their synonyms, but it's just yeah. I, I mean, I guess at that point it's about name recognition, but I don't think that people are gonna recognize the name tangerine wheat. They're gonna think of it as a description of a style. Yeah, I mean you should have to kind of prove that like people are confusing your tangerine wheat for their tangerine wheat and buying the wrong one. I think you're just like, as likely to get confused between tangerine wheat and tangerine hefeweizen because it's the same yeah, fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, that's the world of business, I guess. I, I always think it's interesting to see local companies or local people in the news. I don't know. gets me excited. And do we have a big listener base in Eureka, you think? <laughs> uh, maybe one or two people who have listened to this episode one or two times. To this episode one or two times? That's not bad yeah, if they're listening like, to the episode at least one time. That's kind of how many I want them to listen to it. Well, they're also psychics because it hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So, we really don't pay enough attention to our time traveling uh, population of our <laughs> listeners. I think. Yeah. Yep. Well, the thing is that um, it's if they're if they're listening to it now. Well, if they are listening to it, then that means that we haven't said anything to offend them, and we never will. Hmm. Oh. Or maybe at some point in the future. Will say something that like gets them for life. <laughs> like, so offends them so badly. No, no, like that. Like we, we, yeah, we hook them forever. Mm. So really, we have to remember to say something really cool about time travelers. It really doesn't matter when we do it. We just have to do it at some point. Right. Mouse is good at time Put it on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on the list right next to make sure more people listen to this and make the podcast way better. Yeah. Yeah. All those things we'll get around to someday. I had I've had kind of an interesting week. I feel like I'm monopolizing the conversation, so I'm sorry about that, you guys. But I feel like I've had a really interesting week beer-wise, so I'd like to tell you about it. Yeah, take us on a narrative. All right. 
So there is a, another, this one's even more local, brewery called Redwood Curtain sure. that I go to fairly often with Becca and some of her friends. And they recently kind of expanded their, their stuff. And now they're making like a bunch of sour beers over there and like a bunch of barrel-aged stuff too. And so I went over for their like remodeling, re-kegging, opening thing. And I had a bunch of funky beers. Like, I had a bunch of different sour beers, like a cherry sour beer and some sort of vanilla sour beer. When you say funky beers, do you mean beers with wacky styles or beers that had gone bad? Oh, no, like wacky beers. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like we talked about sour beers or, like, you had a sour beer on the show, like, one time. And now I feel like they're blowing up. We actually, I think we might have had an article about how sour beers were everywhere. And we were like, no, they're not stupid. And then a couple months later, they were right. Oh, okay. okay. So that's what happened. I think so. Do you tend to like Tyler, uh, sour beers, Tyler? No. No. Okay. I think they taste like mold, to be honest. That's but fair. You haven't had too many, have you? At this point, I've had three or four. And were any of those during this experience? Two of them. Two of them? Okay. Yeah. I had, like I said, I had like a cherry one and a vanilla one. And that was, they were weird. And then I also had... I had this other beer during that night, and I felt stupid afterwards because it was like a it was like like a bourbon barrel triple or something like that. That could be good. And I was drinking it, and I was like, "Man, there's a really weird flavor in here. Like, what is that flavor? I just can't nail it down." Was it booze? And then, at, yeah, at the end of the beer, I was like, "Oh, it was bourbon." Duh, <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. So that was not that was not spectacular for me. So I had all those wacky beers, and then yesterday, there's this, like, conservancy group. They were holding a, like, a gear sale as a fundraiser, and it was, like, I don't know, five miles away or something like that. So I biked there, and it was raining real hard. So when I showed up on my bike, because they're all about, like, eco stuff, you know, and they were all sucking my dick, and they gave me, like, a free drink ticket, and uh, but it was, like, at 11 in the morning. So I just went, and I drank a beer like, in the dunes at, like, 11, and then I bought a bike rack. And what, what is this about gear? I didn't follow that. Oh, so it was, like, a it was a gear sale. They were selling gear, you know? Oh, not, like, gears. No. Like, gear, like, equipment. Exactly, yes. Okay. But they're all hippies, so I showed up on my bike. They're like, oh, you're the first person to bike here. Wow, it's raining. Thank you so much for biking. Like, have this free drink ticket. Oh, okay. So this what, place bike? sells biking gear and beer? Yeah, well, there was, like, a bunch of... There were, like, backpacks and tents and kayaks and beer. Okay. Fucking strange. You it was it? strange. I and, like that. I said, it was 11. And uh, so I was just standing outside in the pouring rain, like, on a beach, drinking my free beer. And then I bought a bike rack and left. That could be kind of cool. Yeah. It was It, it was kind of cool. It's hard to bike back afterwards. Yeah, I was, because of the rain or because of the beer or just the bike rack? Uh, all three. All, all three. three of those things. So that has been my week in beer. I have a biking story. I was biking here, and there was a girl biking in front of me, and she, like, was biking really quickly. Like, I have, like, the clip-in shoes and everything, and I'm kind of training for a bike trip, so I've been trying to, like, push myself and bike faster. And this girl was, like, just on a normal bike, didn't have gears, just, like, one one setting. Didn't have gears? Didn't have gears, like didn't have any equipment for all just looked like a normal person like casually riding a bike but she was like tearing it up uh and so i was like struggling to keep up with her and then after a while we like parted ways and then later on she like i was like struggling to go up this hill and she just comes flying by me again (laughs) like just still on her like shitty little bike and killing it yeah so we both pull up to the stoplight after this and i was like wow you're like you're really fast and (laughs) turns out it was a dude Oh, so I feel a lot less bad now about getting schooled by a dude. But how do you feel about the fact that while you were biking behind Herm, you were checking out his butt the whole time? Butt wasn't that great for someone who's that good of a biker, to be honest. Maybe it's because it was a dude, dude. (laughs) That's pretty funny. I I am saying dudes can't have nice butts. Tyler, would you agree? You've met me. I think dudes can have nice butts. I don't think you have a nice butt. I think you just have a big butt. Everybody disagrees with you. Yeah, well. I've never seen it, but it sounds nice. We it got it. We got a video chat going. <laughs> Whip it out. Present them. Man, I was biking home the other day, and I saw a high school kid just totally eat shit on his bike. He, uh, he pedaled right into a sign. 
What? <laughs> was he texting or something? Can you even text no, while you bike? Like on the sidewalk and like wasn't really paying attention where he was going and just right into a sign. That's brutal. Yeah. Uh, he, he went right over the handlebars and I, I was like, oh shit. And I stopped. And he was like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I was like, all right, buddy. Just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. What have you monkeys been up to other than Boris getting schooled by a guy on a bike? I don't know. We jammed a bunch of cans yesterday. We dungeoned a bunch of dragons today. It's been a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's good. And uh, Douglas is now living with you. He's he's not a roommate. He's a he's just kind of crashing. Right. He's until he gets his own place. Yeah, he's got it lined up. He just can't move in until uh, next weekend. Beck and I are going to be moving, and I am. I mean, I'm looking forward to actually going somewhere else, but I am not looking forward to finding and moving into an apartment. Well, you're staying in Arcade, I imagine, because of the Humboldt thing. Yes. And uh, are you moving to an apartment or away from your roommates? One of my roommates is moving back to the East Coast, and I don't find, uh, like really feel like getting another random roommate, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're just using that opportunity to go elsewhere. Breaking up the band. Yeah, pretty much. You're just going to get a one-bedroom somewhere? That's the idea. Word. But, like, ugh, you just got to sit and troll Craigslist, like, all day. Yeah, find, finding apartments blows. people. Ugh. Yeah. No fun. Oh, well. I feel like I usually just settle for whatever, like, comes up that's okay. And yeah. oftentimes, like, I kind of look back on it, and I'm like, man, if I'd put, like, a little bit more effort in, I probably could have gotten a better place. Like, the place I'm in now, I just, like, kind of last minute needed a place to live, and a friend of mine needed a place to sublet, and I was kind of like, well, this makes my apartment hunt not a thing. Yeah. So, sure, I'll take it. If, if that happened to me right now, I would do exactly the same thing. Yeah. But such as the trials of modern life. Word. I have recently reactivated the Tinder machine. <laughs> oh, all uh, right. Fucking, we have content again. You guys, guys want to hear, hear about some goddamn Tinder stories? Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so one of them, uh, one of them was a uh, person that I actually went to, went to my school. Uh, she lives here now. And I had met her a few times. Like she was friends with some of the guys in my frat, but just got super flaky. Like uh. seemed really enthusiastic about meeting me and I was like all right like text me this weekend and she was like yeah it's my birthday tomorrow like we're all probably going out and I was like well I don't know if I want to crash your birthday but like yeah let me know what you're up to and at one point she just texted me and was like hey what are you up to and I was like I don't know just hanging out like at Cooper's like you want to do something and then just got no response oh and she like then texted me the next day and was like hey sorry about that like what are you up to and I was like the same thing like I don't know nothing like, still at Cooper's? Still at Cooper's. I'm crazy. I fucking live at Cooper's. And yeah, and then she just like stopped replying again. So You gotta next time you gotta be like, I'm fighting an elephant. Fighting an elephant. I need you to get here as fast as possible. Yeah. I'm sick. Sick is out of control. Like doing nothing. She's not interested. Maybe if you're doing something exciting, she'll text you back. Just say you're standing right behind her. Oh yeah. That's that's what women on the internet yeah. love, right? I'm in your closet. You're so, going through your laundry. Like Tinder makes, uh, Tinder's okay, but the concept of online dating makes me, really, it just makes me feel desperate. And then when I then have to, like, basically beg for someone's attention, makes me feel yeah. even shittier. Yeah. And so I just yeah. kind of stopped doing it. And I think that's why I haven't been successful pretty much at all with online dating is that, like, after, like, if someone else doesn't seem equally as enthusiastic, I'm just like, well, that's not worth the effort. Well, I don't know. I think that's fair. Yeah, it doesn't get you as many dates as, as you might think, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to deactivate the content machine, but isn't it a little odd that you're leaving in a couple months and you're you're on these dating sites? Like, I, it seems like it makes more sense to just wait until you're in Boston and there's all new people there. I mean, it would, and I'm also like not gonna get married on Tinder or anything. Oh, you're so. trying to get some tram? I'm trying to throw some bone. Okay. Boris is just looking to go to Pound Town. Ah, population me, and just you, and just me. <laughs> To revise, yeah. If you're trying, to, if you're trying to go to Pound Town, you might need to put in a little more effort, buddy. Uh, but Pound like, Town is so hard to get to. But the th- the thing is, like, if if you're trying to make a relationship, you don't want to start it with seeming desperate because then that's gonna cause a bad dynamic. But if if you're just screwing around, then like, who gives a shit about the dynamic you're leaving? Well, it's not that I think that she will think I'm desperate. It's just that I don't feel good about myself, and I don't want to do it. But, like, probably putting your dick in somebody would make you feel better, though. Sure would, but... 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't like how this you're looking at my dog while porn. you say that. But it's just, he's so cute. Look at him. You're probably not talking about me anymore, huh? No. <laughs> All right. Well, so that didn't go well for you. Anybody, any other Tinder prospects for us? That did not. There's actually another one I found that uh, I, I've seen her a couple places around. Like, I think she might work at the same company as us. And she definitely played broom ball on another team. And I was like, wow, that girl's really cute. And, and now you're trying to play womb ball? Uh, now I'm trying to play womb ball. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Good pun. Thank you. Yeah, and I haven't talked to her yet. I'm going to do that tonight, but I'm excited Do it about right that. now. We should, we should help you out. What are we saying? Trying Wanna to play boom ball? I'm, that's not bad. I don't love that pun, if I'm being honest. Oh, wait. I did send her one message, so I've introduced myself. And oh, okay. told her that I liked some picture of a desert she was in, which she said Okay, she I think we... Hold on. That reminds me. I think we've had this conversation before. And I know Sam's opening line is, is like, I'm not really sure where to go from here but boris do you have an opening line i don't know i usually just try to like put something in about a picture like if they have a picture of them like riding a bike just like hey do you bike a lot like something that shows (laughs) that like i looked at your picture and try and ask them a question so they kind of have something to respond with other than like hey hey and like if she has a really low cut top in a few pictures like hey i guess you really like your tits me too i say yeah (laughs) some nice tits Okay. Well, or like course, a I, wanna bone, I I, but like W N A B O N. Like wanna bone as quickly as you can type it, because I'm shooting that off like twelve times a minute. Right. What? You're shooting off twelve times a minute. Oh. God. You need you to find more amazing... women. <laughs> well. <laughs> you have an amazing refractory period, my friend. He's like industrial. <laughs> they say I finish way too quickly, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> Everything's a trade-off. Five seconds, you know, whatever. Oh boy. It's better than zero yeah. seconds. Well, okay, Boris. It sounds like you've got it sounds like you've got your opening line pretty well set up. I like I like what you're doing. I'll check back in next week, I guess. And so you yeah. have you have a couple messages back and forth. Is that is that right? She responded to my message actually. I haven't read it yet, so let's see. Ooh, this is what we call an exclusive. <laughs> is it? You heard it here first, folks. I said uh, like the Moab Desert looks beautiful when you're there, and also I think we played broomball at some point. And she just said like, yeah, it was awesome. I switched teams, but Broomball is really fun too. And then she said, oh, I think she's under the impression that I've been there. Because she was like, when did you go to the Moab Desert? Wait, how did you know it was the Moab Desert? Does it, is there a caption? She, yeah, she like tagged it in her picture. Yeah, it was in her description. <laughs> Tell her that you go to the Moab every night when you look at her picture. <laughs> is that like a I get really dry thinking about you joke? Because I think oh. that might actually go over well. <laughs> What? I think that's a reach. And also, I'm not sure it makes sense even when I arrive at the finish line. It is a reach. I was just trying to make it into a sexy thing. I go to the Moab every night when I think about you. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm not going to yes, say that. So how are you going to get to this one? Just be like, no? <laughs> Probably just be like, I haven't been there, but it looks amazing. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I haven't been there, but it'd be awesome. Say, say you've got a trip planned, and then she's going to say, when are you going? And you're going to say, on our honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I love it. See, why do you make any of your own romantic decisions? How do you not crowdsource everything directly to me? I, I really shouldn't. I guess that's not crowdsourcing if it's to it's a single individual. Sam sourcing. Yeah. You hear about those guys who outsource their like entire jobs to people in China? Like, they just pay someone half their wages to, like, yeah. do their exact job? Yeah. Fuck. How have I never thought of that? It's, it's, I've read a couple news stories about it. It's mostly, like, like, programmers, honestly. Like, you folks. I'd have to, like, work from home, I think. Yeah. I think they'd notice if I didn't show up, like, ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, it, God, can you imagine being the Chinese guy, though, once that story gets out? And you're like, damn, that motherfucker was making that much? He only paid me, like, a thousand dollars. I can see you being in a performance review. It's like, your work has gotten much better lately. Oh, yeah, I guess. Thanks. <laughs> Don't know what changed. All your comments are written in Chinese. What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, just uh, trying out the old Chinese language, I guess. The old Chinese the old language. Chinese language. But also, like, China is super cheap. You can live for, like, not a lot of money there. Yeah. So, yeah, if you call it living. If you're not in America, you're not living. <laughs> Got 4th of July coming up in three months. I'm already in the spirit. Dear God. Well. Well. Well, that was a lot of dead air. 
I guess sure may, I guess have maybe fun. the host should transfer away from it or pervert. Have fun cutting that out. Hey, okay, well, it's not China, but we do have an article about Japan. <laughs> okay, I thanks for recognizing the fact that they're not the same country, because that would have not come off so great. <laughs> well, it's probably a good thing I didn't say they all look the same then, huh? <sighs> it is. That would be a terrible opinion if you held it. Yeah, sure would. So anyway, from GrubStreet.com, we have an article... Hey, ladies, a Japanese brewery made collagen-infused light beer just for you. What? Ew. <laughs> yes, both of those things. So, uh, Brewer Suntory, which I guess is some Japanese brewery, introduced a new beer called Precious that has two grams of collagen in it. I don't know that much about collagen. I just know that people, like, inject it into their face. I'm not sure it's edible. Well, uh, I mean... It's certainly edible. Oh, okay, I guess I'm mm. stupid for thinking... I thought it was like a fucking petroleum or something. It's, it's a protein. I think it's a gelatin. Yeah, it's like it's like a connective tissue or some shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's nasty. It says it has it's a gross. clear and rich taste. Clear and rich taste. Yeah. It, it's. It talks about... Uh, how obviously sexist, sexist it is, and then oh, they t- they talk about the ad, and it says it features a comedian crashing a party filled with Japanese models to mansplain. Guys can tell if a girl's taking collagen or not. So is mansplain a word according to these people? I've heard it before, usually on like super feminist people's Facebooks. Yeah, I think mansplain is supposed to be like when a guy explains something that doesn't need explaining. Or. I always thought of it as, like, condescendingly explaining why this, like, isn't sexist or something, but I think that's wrong given the context here. But that makes me, that makes me confused, uh, because if it is, like, a guy explaining something that doesn't need to be explained, how can, why is it that I cannot tell when a woman is taking collagen or not? Is this a superpower I don't have? Well, okay, I'm still not convinced that collagen is edible. So if it's not edible, then I would be able to tell if you'd been taking collagen because you would not be around. <laughs> because anymore. you would die. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, it's got to be – okay, I don't know that much about Japan, but I'm pretty sure they have some sort of government that stops people from putting inedible items in their beer. I would guess. I have no idea, but yeah, I can't, they, I can't imagine they're actively poisoning people. They must have an FDA right. or something. So it's got to be on a scale of like a food product to neutral – like nothing happens. Yeah, I mean, no well, government would allow their their citizens to to put poison directly into their body. Cigarettes. Oh, you got you nailed them. Got them. Got them. So I mean, obviously it's got to be legal to some extent, and obviously it's kind of sexist. But on top of everything, I really just feel like this is gross. Yeah. Yeah. Is the idea that the collagen is supposed to be like? How, Women get in- injections into their lips to like plump them up. Isn't that what that yeah, is? Yeah. Well, I think I think collagen is supposed to like improve your skin and shit, oh, really? and like also that what you said. Oh, I gotta watch this ad. Well, it's in fucking Japanese. I don't know what you expected. I thought it'd at least be subtitled. See if you can tell what he says that men can tell if women are What is that? Why is he drinking it? <laughs> that looks like something offensive. I don't know what he said, but he just, like, looked at one of them, and she got really sad, and then the other ones laughed. And he's, he's like, you haven't been and drinking enough of this, small tits, and then everyone <laughs> laughed at her. I thought this was a beer club, not an itty-bitty titty committee. <laughs> so write in uh, with what you think maybe he said that offended the one Japanese woman as opposed to the other Japanese women. Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Also, something that has nothing to do with collagen, I think Lord of the Rings just kind of ruined the word precious for me. And now I just hear it in like a really evil, like, Smeagol tone. Right. And well, I think it's, maybe not so much anymore, but a couple years ago, anytime someone would say that word, someone would do their their best impression of Gollum. It's, no thanks, just don't, please. Yep. Thought that was annoying. So don't call your beer precious. Yeah. Yeah. This beer is gross. I think that's the takeaway. Everybody doesn't like this beer. Uh, Yeah.
Well, those, those five people seem to enjoy it, but... Nailed it. Those are what you call actors. I don't have the time to explain. Maybe later. <laughs> I thought this was just like a window to Japan where we were watching <laughs> five of them. Oh, man. I remember when I went to Germany, for some reason, the Germans love this crazy uh, Japanese prank game. Well, I guess it's not really a prank. It's some sort of ridiculous Japanese, like, G-rated fear factor in which... Uh, oh, it's called Fist of Zen. It just came to me. Damn. <laughs> That's yeah, such a Japanese like, name. It was like a bunch of dudes, and they were always in like somewhere where you had to be quiet, like a library or like church. Wait, is this just Quiet like Library? That. What? This sounds like Quiet Library. No, it's Fist of Zen. Yeah. Do they have to and like? Uh, do they have to like deal with a bunch of shit and not make any noise? They sure did. It sounds exactly like Silent Library. Maybe Silent Library was like an American remake or something. Yeah. Well, I just remember uh, watching a lot of that in Germany, and I remember, I think it was called Six Second Trouser Snake, in which in which they tied all the contestants' dicks together. And <laughs> Wait, no, hold the fuck on. You just G-rated version of Fear Factor. I didn't see their dicks. They were behind a wall. That's still not G-rated. Wait, tied their dicks together. Did they use like, rope, or did they just, like, tie their dicks in a knot? No, it wasn't like they made a rat king out of their dicks, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, they tied it like with rope. Yeah. Yeah, but dude, you gotta specify their... that shit. They tied all their dicks together, and then they had to like, you know, they do that little game where you you have a spoon in your mouth and yeah, an egg in the spoon, and you have to pass it from one to another. Yeah. They did that, but they were tugging on their dicks the whole time with these ropes. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> so someone, a third party, was tugging on everybody's dicks or they were tugging on each other's dick ropes no a third party was tugging on everybody's dick oh man no one does game shows like japan i love it fucking strange yeah sure was oh man i'm gonna youtube this as soon as i get home do you think that's on youtube i don't remember i mean fist of zen probably is i don't remember the exact name i think it was six second trouser snake but i'm not sure why six seconds dude i don't remember this was like 2008 that's seven years ago i mean that's 2000 late Fuck you. I don't have a porn title. Does anybody have a porn title this week? I have a couple. Well, since we were just talking about the six-second trouser snake, let's hear them. Okay, do you have any for us? I have one. Okay, so, me, you, me? Yeah. Okay, I think this is a video game, but there, I think there also might have been a movie. I'm not sure. And uh, I guess this sex is really exciting, but much like in the, the game Fist of Zen... Uh, you have to be completely quiet the whole time. The sex is exciting. Yep, but you gotta you gotta keep it zipped. Silence of the Clams. No, I've actually I've done Silence of the Clams twice. Oh, have you? I did it and then did it again and realized Man, it after the fact. I thought I was being funny. Yeah. Um, is Silent in there? Silent is. Is it is it Silent Hill like or something like that? Wait, like is s- that the movie? Uh, yeah, is that a, that's a video game, right? Or is that also a movie? Or how does that work? It started as a video game, and they made a movie. Yeah. Okay. Is well, it Silent Drill? No, Silent Thrill. Huh? Silent Drill would have been better, but Silent Thrill yeah. was correct. Silent Woo! Thrill. Okay. All right. All right. So mine is about a man with a wooden penis and his the domain over which he is the ruler. What? Okay. It's What's a TV show. A TV show TV? is the medium. Wood? Deadwood. No. Good guess though. Wooden Dick presides over a town. Mm-hmm. It's more than a town, though. It's like a wider range. Okay. So something like King or something? <sighs> kind of. So it's the subject is the... Um, I'm trying not to use the word, and it's really difficult. Uh, sure. The domain, not the ruler. But the ruler has a wooden penis. Oh, uh, okay. Kingdom? Kingdom is not in it. Getting close, though. Well, it's not Game of Bones. It's not Game of Bones. Wang's World? It's not Wang's world. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is good. So if, like, the Romans had a bunch of land or, like... Fiefdom? No, Why like, the, when the Romans owned, like, most okay. of the world, they called it... Uh, is it Boardcock Empire? It is Boardcock Empire. I, I, yeah, I think I think Tyler got that first and it didn't get picked up. We actually might have done that one already. I'm going to check real quick. Have you really? God damn it. I have done it. Uh, oh god damn it, Jed! Yeah, Jed. Jed did it, but he did bored. B O R E G. He's bored. bored of his dick. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I have one that's not very good. Did you just come up with it? Yeah. Do it. Okay, it's a video game. All right. And uh, it is about it is about the the consequences 
that a behind has. The consequences that a behind has. But ass. Ass? Is it on Assassin's Creed? Nope. Ass Assassin's Creed? Where would that even be? I don't know. I I can't think of where ass is going to come from. Ass is the modified word. Well, yeah, probably. I'm trying to think of just a video game that has something that rhymes with ass, though. And can I ask if it's like a newer video game or an older video game? Uh, I guess at this point, it's a little older. There are only two words. Ass is the first word. And what's the rest of the shit? Consequences? The consequences of a behind. Like ass results? <laughs> ass. Aster the fact. <laughs> Uh, the video game took place in space. Asteroids? Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, Ass Over- Effect. Yes, Ass Effect. Okay, that's good. Cool. We, I feel like we should have come up with that a lot sooner. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm not pleased with our work. <laughs> so I realized, I think we, a second ago, you said, damn it, Jed. But Jed's the one that guessed Boardcock Empire. Oh. Tyler came up with Boardcock Empire, and it still took him a while to guess Boardcock Empire. <laughs> well, I mean, at least I got it. You got it. Well, stop chomping your flavor, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mine is... It takes this man just over a score thrusts to finish. 13? Just over a score. 21 Hump Street? Uh, okay, 21 Hump. Skeet. 21 Hump Skeet. 21 okay. Hump Skeet. I also would have taken 21 Pump Skeet. <laughs> I thought a score was 12. Score's 20. Score's Dozen 20, is 12, my man. Four score in Aww. seven years? How long do you think that shit is? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Why All would right, you have 20. a word to represent 12 and then a different word that also represents 12? 21 just Hump 12. Skeet is pretty good. Thank That's you. Good. Thank you. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean... No, I have no arguments, actually. Yeah. I'm just going to end by saying yours is good. Woo! Sam wins the good porn title of the week award. Yep. Let's do this last article we have here. This article, this makes me mad. It's from the Huffington Post, so I guess I'm not that surprised it makes me mad. There is a Kickstarter campaign for a company called Hop Theory that is producing, uh, well, Okay, so the headline is Hop Theory is making tea bags for beer drinkers. And at first I was like, oh, that's really awesome. Like, I bet Sam would love that if he could have some beer-flavored tea. What a great idea. Yep. That's not what they're doing. Oh, what are they doing? Uh, They are making little tea bags with, uh, what do they have in there? Cascade hops, orange peels, and coriander seeds. And the idea is you take, like, a light beer and you steep this little bag in it, and it makes it taste better. Are you supposed to oh. heat the beer up first? I don't think so. So I it don't... could turn, like, a, I don't know, pale ale into an IPA type thing. I think it's yeah, more, it will turn a, turn a Bud Light into... A hoppy or a Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah, that's huh. the idea. But, okay, there are a lot of things about this that piss me off. Uh, okay, why... Light first and craft. All, Suck a dick. Why, why, why not just get the good beer in general, you know? Just, like, right off the bat. For price uh, and calorie reasons, obviously. So that's a stupid question, but go on. Oh, well, fine. And then, second thing is, like, what kind of asshole is going to be carrying around these these things? You know? Well, what kind of asshole? I don't know. My bucket will probably only fit, like, three. Shut up, Samuel. Okay. Like, can you imagine, like, showing up at a party and somebody's like, Oh, here, man, we got, like, some Natty Ices. And like, you're like, gonna oh. have to break out my flavor bag, nerd. Yeah, well, let me just dunk this in here, and I'll come back to it in a couple minutes when it's tolerable. Uh. See, I was, I could see myself buying this, just like for kind of what you said you thought it was. Like, I would steep this in hot water and drink it. I think that could yeah. be tasty and mellow. I think it's a great idea, and I think we should start a Kickstarter for that right now. I well, think it, it would just think... make me want a beer. It's the same product though, just like... d- used differently. <laughs> Yeah. If someone was like, hey, want this, like, warm beer-flavored thing that doesn't get you drunk, I'd be like, can I just have, like, the cold beer that has alcohol in it? See, I think I've actually might have brought this up before, but the you tea... Have. You have. Uh, okay, never mind. No, bring it up again. It's a good point. Uh, the tea that I drink at work is jasmine tea because it's bitter and floral like an IPA. It's it's a, it's tea that tastes very slightly like an IPA, and that's why I Do you why bring your own? Because I've tried to find it. And I can't find it in my break room. Well, 
I mean, we don't have to get too much into how our job works, but they're terrible at stocking that stuff, and it's like the most popular tea. So I actually will, I'll, if Just I see a full a box, box, I'll hoard, I'll hoard a whole box to myself in my office. So you contribute to the well, exact problem. Yes, I certainly okay. do. Good. I don't know. Well, I just, as soon as you scroll down, the first sentence of this article that I've read is, the way they break it down is that beer falls into two categories, light and craft. Um, yeah, which is all ridiculous. Because and no. that just makes me want to teabag the author. Like, yeah, that's, that's so incorrect. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's so incorrect. And yeah, I don't know if it's the author or if it's Hop Theory, the company that says that. But, I mean, there are so many more gradients. Well, you know, it says the way they break it, it down. So my my assumption is that this is hop theory's theory. Yeah. And that's that's dumb. If you want to break it down into two categories, ales and lagers, not light and craft, that's preposterous. Or even micro and macro, which is more of a sliding scale than two discrete things. Yeah. But but at least you can't be both micro and macro, really. Like, right. legally, you're one or the other. You can have light craft beers... And you can have and you can heavy, have heavy non-craft yeah. beers and everything in between. Yeah. So I I mean, how can you trust a, a beer product company that doesn't understand the difference between beers? So it takes two to four minutes to fully infuse. I'm surprised it infuses at all if it's that cold. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe it just doesn't work at all. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't work zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah, I get your point here though. When it's like you can take them to your local bar, like that's stupid that's like bringing you can take them to your local bar and then everybody will hate you yeah dude that's like i don't know ordering something at a restaurant and then like continuing to cook it yourself or no like... no that's like bringing one of those those uh parmesan cheese <laughs> things where you like crank them and cheese comes out and then like the guy's like you want any cheese on the channel like no no no, i brought my own you just like stare yeah. the waiter in the eye as yeah. you do it I'm like where's your fucking parmesan now bro yeah Exactly. I, I hate this whole thing. I think it's terrible. I actually am going to keep an eye out for this. I want to try it. Ugh, fine. See, I'm a Let sucker. I'm a sucker for novelty, and I, I want to like have this conversation again after one of us has tried it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe if it works really well, that'll be a different story. But I can't see it working that well. I think it's kind of a snobby thing to do, and the way it's written makes me think the company doesn't know what they're doing anyway. Yeah. So. I think the only time I would ever use this is in my own home drinking alone. Because I, I don't want anyone to see me doing it. Like private consumption, maybe. But, but I would never bring this to a bar or a friend's house. That's crazy rude. Yeah, so rude. I think it's less rude to just yell, ha, this beer tastes like shit, which I do sometimes. everyone would kind of just be like, yeah, probably. <laughs> but like, you want to not be a dick about the free beer you're getting right yeah. now? Yeah, all right. Are we uh, are we about rating time? Sure. Coming up on rating okay. time. Anybody want to go first? Anybody volunteering? I think you are, my man. Okay, great. So I had Lost Coast Brewery's Sharkinator White IPA. It was very uninspired. It tasted like a worse Great White. It was just Great White that was a little waterier with a tiny touch of of hop flavor. Um, you know, just the, the tiniest touch of, of citrus and bitterness added. And I don't think it did it any favors. I would rather just drink a great white. This gets a... I'm going to say it gets a four from me. You know, changing up the recipe this slightly, I, I don't think it was worth it. I guess I'll recommend this to people who... Uh, I don't know. I guess if you want like a pretty sessionable IPA, you could drink this. Um, you know, at 4.8, you're not going to get that sloshed. But I don't know. It doesn't even really taste like a true IPA to me. So what are you going to do? I think that that probably was created because if Great White has this big following that I guess they have, then you make this beer and it's a combination of a classic and novelty. Yeah. So you get the people who like Great White drinking it and trying to, you know, expand themselves. So it's kind of just... It's, it's a free batch sold, but I don't know. If it's a better marketing ploy than it is a beer, then then kind of fuck you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you're probably right. I think uh, a lot of the people who are into their beers are going to try this, but then it's not that good. So you sell one, but I mean, at least for me, I'm not going to buy another. Yeah. So I had uh, Ballast Point Brew Co's Indra Kunindra, limited release India-style export stout. So when I, when I first read India-style export stout, 
Like whenever I see India on a beer bottle, I assume it has something to do with an IPA, but that is absolutely not the case. It's there's <laughs> no there's no hop character to this beer. It's talking about the the spices, the the curry, the cumin, the cayenne, coconut, and I don't know what kefir lime is. Um, but there wasn't anything like vaguely citric in this, so I don't really think it came through. Whatever. I think it is. stout probably should have tipped you off there. I don't think I've ever had a very hoppy stout. <laughs> oh, I have. It's, it's well it's usually just it's overpowering because it's highly malty and highly hoppy and you're just like calm down beer i don't know if it's a better marketing ploy than it is a beer then then kind of fuck you i guess yeah yeah i mean i think you're probably right i think uh, a lot of the people who are into their beers are going to try this but then it's not that good so you sell one but i mean at least for me i'm not going to buy another yeah so i had a uh, ballast point Bruco's indra kunindra Limited release India style export stout. So when I when I first read India style export stout, like whenever I see India on a beer bottle, I assume it has something to do with an IPA. But that is absolutely not the case. It's there's no there's no hop character to this beer. It's talking about the the spices, the the curry, the cumin, the cayenne, coconut, and I don't know what kefir lime is. Um, but there wasn't anything like vaguely citric in this, so I don't really think it came through. Whatever. I think it is. stout probably should have tipped you off there. I don't think I've ever had a very hoppy stout. Oh, I have. I'll have to it's, try it's well. It's usually just it's overpowering because it's highly malty and highly hoppy, and you're just like, calm down, beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of calm down, beer. This beer. Uh, the stout character comes through with the front, and it's actually, it's, it's pretty nice. It's a little mellow, but it's nice and thick, nice and malty. And then you get hit with, with the curry and the cumin next, and that's just kind of, I don't know, just Indian foodie. It's just Indian food. Do you like Indian food? I'm coming around on Indian food. Okay. So I, like, those flavors don't put me off. Okay. And then the cayenne hits last. It's not that hot, but it's got, it's got a little bit of a kick to it at the end, and, uh, it's kind of a nice. It's kind of a nice finish. Those flavors, which at the beginning were like really in my face, kind of faded. I think that my palate just adjusted to, oh, this is this stout tastes weird. Like, and then I just got used to it. Comes in twenty two ounce, and I think that this would be served much better as a twelve, just because uh, the novelty really wears off, and then it's kind of just yeah. like a, and then it's just kind of like a somewhat off putting stout by the end. I wonder if it's but, just a, like they don't brew a ton of it. And so it's better to just put it oh, in bombers. I'm than sure that's that's definitely what, what they're doing something. it for. I, I think yeah. that probably this this is. I mean, this seems like kind of a risky beer, and it you're more likely to make your money back selling something weird in a bomber than in a six pack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I and I think that it kind of makes the most sense to rate it on the first twelve ounces. So I'm gonna give it a seven. Mm. I would I would recommend this to anyone who likes a stout and wants to try something a little a little fancy with it. It's kind of a, a remix, but I would definitely say split this with somebody because there are definite diminishing returns on this beer. I took I a sip of it and I fucking loved it. So no, yeah, I I think I may just be a lot more into curry than you. Well, you're but. definitely more into curry than me. But get a bomber of this and let me know how it feels two thirds. I the way probably through. will at some point. Where did you get that, <laughs> Steve's? Okay. It's like a really interesting beer, and I I think that's an interesting recommendation you gave too with it, Sam. So I mean, if I ever see it. Maybe I'll try to pick it up and, and split it with a. Uh, I would think you should be able to get. I think it's. I think this is a San Diego brew, so you should yeah. have a much better chance of finding it than than I did. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought the the curry and kind of the sweet malty stout went really well together, and kind of a stout's a little creamier, thicker than a than an ale, which is the other modicum I've had curry beer. But so I had. I'll stop talking about Sam's beer and talk about my own beer. <laughs> I had Straw Gator, uh, Strawberry Doppelbach by Abita, and I was a, kind of pleasantly surprised. Like, I think all three of us thought I was going to hate this beer. Yeah. And I certainly, like, I'm definitely not going to buy another thing of it, but it wasn't terrible. I think I kind of got used to the strawberry. Uh, it definitely comes off as pretty sweet strawberry at the front, but after a while, I kind of got used to the strawberry, and then the box started coming through, and it does kind of have that Bach kick. I don't really know how to describe it because it's not any sort of flavor. I feel like it's just very sharp, which is super helpful for all of our listeners. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it other than like it's kind of crisper or sharper than your average light beer. Um, I always find that double box tastes like soy sauce. Do you get that at all? Oh man, since you suggested it and like if I look for it, maybe. Also, this isn't a great one because the strawberry I feel like is still pretty overpowering. Yeah, yeah. But like but, maybe if I try and think about yeah. it, I can get it. 
I'm gonna give this a 5.5 because like like I said like our, I think all of our complaints with fruit beers are usually like they're really just sweet and taste more like fruit juice than beer and this yeah. one's definitely in that category but it does kind of let some of the beer come through and it's 8% and doesn't taste a goddamn thing like any sort of booze. So I'm gonna recommend it to people who like fruit beer, fruit juice, or wanna get drunk or all three because <laughs> this is an 8% bomber and it goes down like a Bud Light. Well, there you go, yeah, that makes sense. Sam, I think you just came back with your, your next week's beer. Yeah, friend of the show, Brian, has a brother that works for this brewery, two brothers, and what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you guys do you guys watch uh, uh, Rick and Morty at all? I've seen one. Episode. No, but you're the second person today to ask me that question. Is the other one Doug? Uh, Zach. They just there's this episode where where they it's like mostly ad libbed and uh, they're doing these commercials and one is a commercial for a movie called Two Brothers. Oh yeah, uh, Doug showed me that YouTube video yesterday. Yep. But this is not a YouTube video. This is a beer. I have Two Brothers Sidekick Extra Pale Ale. So I don't know if that means it's an IPA or if it's an APA or if it's like I don't know what being extra pale does to anything. I feel like I've had an extra yeah. pale ale. I'm trying to remember Sierra Nevada. I maybe? definitely, I definitely have because there's this company, Mad River Brewing Company, that makes like their XPA that everybody around here goddamn loves. And to me, extra pale really just means like IPA, okay. which is weird because I feel like it should be the other. Like if there's a scale of like. I don't know, strength and hoppiness, like, and you've got pale ales, and they kind of bleed into APAs and IPAs. Like, an extra pale ale should be further away from IPA than... Because it's... it's Because uh, pale, pale. Pale, pale means less flavorful, so extra Generally, pale would be less flavorful. I, see I know that's not a correct statement, and I think that's what you're kind of getting at, but that's kind of how I think about it. No, I see what you're saying. Uh, so, yeah, I... I don't. I'm kind of curious to see if I look this up whether it'll tell me it's an IPA or if extra pale ale is actually its own style. So not totally sure what to expect. Probably something a little hoppy. Oh, 36 IBUs. So maybe not. Yeah. So maybe not hoppy. We'll see. Fucking just listen next week, you nerd. Yeah, I would definitely like to to get another data point because I think the only extra pale I've had is the one that's that's local, and it is definitely very hop forward. So I guess we'll see uh, next week. I guess that's the end of the show. Thank you, everybody. Thank, uh, thank you, Sam and Boris, for being here. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You can tweet at us at Tuesday. You can email us at BrewsdayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can comment on our audio links, and you can definitely tune in next week. So don't let the bastards keep you down. We will see you in seven days. Bye. Bye. Dunk it. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs>